Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for the ROH Impact Post Show. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you hanging out with me and Reg. We appreciate you subscribing to Fightful Select if you haven't already. We'll just throw that in at the top of the show. Find out what's going on with CM Punk. What's going on with Mercedes Monet? What's going on with Trinity? But I'm sure we're going to be hearing more about on the Impact post show when we hand mm. this over. But before we get to any of that, before we worry about all of the chaos happening in like crazy mainstream wrestling world, it's time we get to talk some Ring of Honor. And I am here, of course, yeah. with Reg. Reg, Woo! how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, there was a lot of downtime for the last 45 minutes because the show was over very quickly. I was like, just like getting ready to get into the show and they're like the main event and i was like wait what's happening we're already getting into the main event and so yeah things were really interesting today on ring of honor kate that was one of the few interesting things about it this week <laughs> Reg. I, I was a little sour last week i kind of had my expectations tempered a little bit for this week but we do invite you to get in your super chats and your humper chats if there's anything you wish to comment on leave a thumbs up free way to support us and of course, you can support us on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Because we kind of have a buffer and because it's a shorter episode, we started 15 minutes earlier than we normally do. Mm. And we have a shorter show to review. So I'm assuming mm. we're going to have some extra time. Um, let's talk a little bit more generalized and then we'll dive into the show maybe a little closer to the top of the hour when I'm hoping some more people will pop on and join us. But we got what I considered good news, and I think what you consider good news, that they're going back to the studio. <sighs> after seeing tonight's episode, I was like, thank Ooh. goodness. After last Sheesh. week, I was like, I hope they do. <laughs> when are they going to announce these dates? Hurry up with it. And yes, they announced these dates, and it's finally a sigh of relief. Kate and I both, if you follow our Twitters, have you've seen our size of relief. <laughs> As they announced, May 6th and 7th, they're going to do some Ring of Honor tapings back at Universal the way that we liked it. We were spoiled for very, this show tonight showed us that we were spoiled very much so when they were in the studio and we were getting it over there because yeah. It was just a little <laughs> bit stronger. So part of it is circumstantial, right? If yeah. you commit to to doing things the way you're doing. I was actually surprised we didn't get a show that was this length last week based on the mm. live experience that you have there. But I was complaining about it last week and I have similar complaints this week of like, yeah. where are the champions that aren't named Athena? Like mm. we don't have a lot of them around, right? Mm. Weird. My everything went weird. 
Yep, this episode was a little weird, but we're back in control now <laughs> on all fronts. Um, I want my champions back is what yeah. I was trying to say. I miss my Definitely. champions. We didn't see a lot of them. And we also haven't seen some of those like semi-regular people that we were seeing that like I have an attachment to and mm. cheeseburger and um, LSG and mm. Trisha Dora and mm. like all, all those people that were kind of like being kept around. It seems like they've just been more locally relying on talent, which is great. Um, cause I love people getting opportunities there too, but I, I like to see the people that feel like ring of honor. I'm hoping yeah. that's a return. This show um, tonight felt like who's back on here, honestly, kind of probably. that piece of it. Like hopefully some champions are coming back to the picture. We know what's next for Samoa Joe. We don't have really any idea what's next for Claudio. Mm. We got some hints about Athena tonight. No idea what's going on with my tag champs. No idea what's going on with my six man champs. What are you thinking in that regard? This show today felt like they were like, who's back here? Oh, the best friends are here. You guys get out there. Oh, this person's here. You could be on the show today. It doesn't feel like (sighs) they, they set our expectations way too high. I guess is what this is. Cause it doesn't feel like when we were started the show, when we started the show, it felt like everything had a purpose. Everything was attached to something. There were stories to all this. And this is just like, yo, wrestling's happening we need to fill this ring of honor show with something like who's here to do it and that's like the spirit of ring of honor didn't really live super hard in today's episode see that's how i felt last week but i feel like you might have been under some some influence of something unfortunately the Kingo that was putting you in a good mood yeah, yeah the Kingo, Kingo, Takesh, the lee moriarty i was blinded <laughs> i get it i understand we yeah all the things yeah of course of mm-hmm. course no but i I think part of it was, we talked about this before too, like when you tape six weeks in a row or whatever Mm -hmm. worth of of content, you also are forced to have your stories planned out. Yeah. But tonight I was like, come on, you're like exactly what you said. I was like, the best friends aren't on the show. What are are they doing here? Like, it's cool to see them. And like, that was fun. What are you guys doing here, man? What's going on here? And they're just like, oh yeah, they, uh, they really want to challenge for the ring of honor championships because they never won them. It's like, all right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Come on. I'm not buying it as good as Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman are. They can sell it. They can. They did. Mm -hmm. They did their absolute best. They added a lot in this episode and we did see, the return of Nigel, which is, yes. he just fits in so well. Um, glad to see some people see our numbers going up a little bit. I appreciate mm-hmm. you guys joining us. We did start a little bit early. We haven't begun talking about the episode yet because I had a suspicion some of some of y'all might be joining a little closer to 9 o'clock. So we are just talking in generalities here. But we did get to see two people who I've been rooting for. I felt very seen and heard with some appearances tonight. One yes. was in Diamante. Yep. Didn't love the match. We're going to talk about it then, but very happy to see her being utilized. Mm-hmm. Um, and also got to see Sunny Kiss, who I've been rooting for as Double well. Mm-hmm. Very happy to see them. Thoughts on them appearing tonight, but more importantly, do you think they might be kicking around here in the long run? Uh, I'd like to hope so. I hope it's not just Sunny being attached to this trust busters thing. And they're like, we need some more people to get beat up in the trust busters thing. Not interested in it at all. Yeah. The thing with Diamante wasn't great, but I think she fills a huge role in the women's division of just like, you know, a veteran that's brawling and beating you up and, and is really fun inside the ring. So I definitely hope both of them stick around. I was excited. This was, I was like, when I saw both of them, like, Oh, 
Kate's getting some things here today. Like we're having fun. Like, <laughs> I'm getting we love my shit in we too, love a man. Win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we love a win. I mean, you know, got to celebrate that. So yeah, it did feel like that. But the, it just felt like a bunch of squash matches or something here today. Like even more than normal or I don't know what was going on. That was my other thing was we not only had no champions, but I'm I'm guessing because they're trying to keep the live experience shorter. I'm sure they heard the crowd last week. This one <laughs> sounded even quieter, but you also affected the match quality with that. So I'm, I'm glad they're heading back to the studio. I yes. also feel like we saw basically no interference in ROH leading up to the pay-per-view. And I don't need no interference. I prefer no interference. Mm-hmm. But we've been seeing, like, we saw Big Bill tonight, which wasn't yeah. egregious. But I'm like, man, I like my clean matches with my clean outcomes. That's what mm-hmm. I tune into ROH for. So hope they kind of click back into the ROH style a little bit more. Um, let's trying to think it was also just such a short episode that i don't have a ton to say but i gotta bridge the gap to impact yeah no it totally Uh, it's just like with how the format of the show ring of honor i don't want to see it it, again it just feels like aw light with the big bill stuff it's like you guys are continuing the firm stuff but like we don't want to continue the firm stuff i want to see lee moriarty in this element doing this and the match with with as we're going to talk about was was a good one and then they set up another good thing but like just do more of that we don't need the oh big bills here too and he might choke slam you if you don't watch out it's like bring of honor you guys get back to my roh but i think they are i'm very excited they're going back to orlando for the taping i wish selfishly i wish it was closer to me because i can't mm-hmm. i can't be flying to orlando but um and i don't really like have an interest in going to Florida very much at the moment. Nope, I nope, like nope, 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 nope. I just like like northeast spring weather. I like having my rights, things like that. Right, like but very important. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I am glad very they're returning important. to a studio setting, hoping that we have a little bit more structure and we we kind of get back to the normal schedule here. Really missing Trisha Dora a mm. lot. Where is she? Where's Willow? Where's Where's there was a lack of, I know there was a lack of, of white people rap. So that mm-hmm. was probably I mean, both you know, for you. There's a the couple wins here. Is, we didn't get to see Willow <laughs> tonight. So I agree with you. This did just feel like they kind of spilled the backstage and we're like, go out there. Um, so glad we're, we're kind of getting back to um, the, the roots. And I also just liked the aesthetic of the studio. Like it just yeah. felt so, so ROH. Do you, um, we're, we're kind of saw we saw Roddy Strong come back yeah. right on AEW. Mm-hmm. That was about huge. That. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we might start to see some of that when we get some of these rosters cleared? Like people who are on the AEW, I, what I was excited about with Ring of mm-hmm. Honor was it'll give people that weren't really working in AEW a place to go and work. There's so many people in all of wrestling, but AEW especially, that have roots with Ring of Honor. Is there anybody that's not super active on the AEW main roster that you want to see in ROH? Uh, well, you just talked about him. He just debuted, but like, I definitely have Roderick Strong at those tapings in May because like, his he's attached to that. You're going to get some really fun matches. You get to let him work out a little bit because it's been a minute. And sure. everybody's having a good time. Come on. Like, that's just like a match made in heaven. That was a great return last night. A uh, big pop from me, from everybody. Loved sure. it. Love Stan Roderick Strong. Um, he plays a very vital role, even if he's not 
on TV, just have him there to, you know, you know, bring his element of what he brings to the table and what he's done in the ring of honor. Uh, on top of that though, I liked what they were doing before. Like I liked, like the kingdom had a promo here, but I'd like to see them get their things off more. I like to see the, I wanted to see the war horsemen come back and get established some more over here. Uh, Aussie open. I know they're in the out in the open somewhere, but like <laughs> I want to see them get established more. I thought that they were establishing some really, uh, prominent talents here, but things have just kind of been awry. So it's going to be interesting moving it forward. Is I think once we get back to the studio setting, we'll hopefully be a little bit more back on track. We almost have to be by the nature of the fact that they are pre-taping a bunch, I'm assuming, but it is the top of the hour. So we are going to flip over into specifics of tonight's episode. Thank you so much for hanging in there. People who have mm. been here since 845 and joining us in general. Y'all are cool. Another confusing thing, we started with Athena and Lady Frost. My mm-hmm. guess is they're doing the thing that Rampage often does, which is put like their hallmark at the beginning of the episode to get you there and keep you gripped. Yeah. Um, uh, when your episode's like 45 minutes long or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you could just make that the main event. That's perfectly Easy. fine. Yeah, she's the champ. Uh, she's the champ. Mm-hmm. That made no sense. And it was a proving ground match, which you know I love. However... If you run the proving ground device, someone eventually has to prove their ground. And mm-hmm. this is like the third one that that hasn't been Mm-mm. the case. With Lady Frost, I feel like that probably would have been a good one to set up for a title defense or especially don't... when we had time here, you guys. We had some time mm-hmm. to play with, but no complaints about the match itself. Never yeah. really any complaints with the match themselves. Athena winning with a spinning forearm, a big mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Everything she does is laid in. Some mm-hmm. fun spots in here. We got a nice tree of woe in the corner. Um, very happy to see Lady Frost. I feel like she has really, and it, it probably helps when you're fighting someone like Athena, because Athena's so aggressive in the ring, but she's gotten a lot more kind of just like assertive, it feels like, or confident Mm -hmm. in her ring style. Mm -hmm. We've talked at length about people just seeming like they feel really comfortable in ROH. I feel like Lady Frost has been... I I think I first... I think I first found out about her during the pandemic when she was Mm -hmm. working all the dark tapings, and I was like, Mm -hmm. she's got whatever that thing is. She's great, but... It's just really all clicking for her right now. I love to see that. She takes the loss here, of course, but very happy to see her on my screen and someone I would like to see stick around, Reg. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting that she's not signed somewhere as a full-time talent. It's uh, She's one of those talents that, yeah, when the first time you see her, you're like, wow, she could do some pretty amazing things. I want to say that her time in Mexico has helped her a lot because ever since she started going and doing her thing over there. She just came back with a different confidence and it really showed here in the little amount of time that she got here with Athena. Um, I think any time in the ring with Athena is going to be fun uh, unless you don't like get be- getting beat up, then it's going to be not that fun. But for us, the viewer always fun. And yeah, I agree with what you're saying about the proving ground. Eventually we're going to have to establish the proving ground. And if she's just moving on the sky blue, that's like, doesn't even have anything to do with the proving ground. So why are we doing this proving ground thing over there if we're not building to something, if we're building to something else? Good for Sky Blue, though. Athena here, ROH MVP. They're taking it 
too much. I should stop saying it because they're like, yeah, you're right. We're going to have her on every single show as the only champion. And she's only going to be the one to get her shit off. I'm just saying, like, in general, she's the ROH MVP. You don't have to focus the entire show on it. There are other people that can have a great time, too. But we love Athena, and I want her to be Ring of Honor Women's Champion forever. No, eventually I want her to be AEW, TBS, or Women's Champion. So sure. let's, let's keep going with this. Either way. Agreed entirely. She's just one of the most... Um, right now in all of wrestling, men or women's wrestling, she has one of the most interesting title reigns to me. Yep. Like, I, I really, really like what this has done. I've, I said it before, too. There's, like, those reigns where the title makes the person, and then there's mm-hmm. reigns where the person makes the title, and then there's those rare moments where both happen. Like, mm-hmm. Miro had one of those, and this is one of those where it's so establishing, and in Ring of Honor, I think it's so important because their reputation for women's wrestling hasn't always been the strongest, kind of until Maria came in and said, like, we are establishing a women's division. No offense to anybody that was longtime ten nope. there, just wasn't mm-hmm. like a priority, has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the talent that was there. Um, but it, it's nice to see such an anchoring force there for sure. Another nice spot in this, um, there was a a gut buster that Athena laid into, and there was just a, a nice transition from, I forget what the submission hold was, but but a nice one. It was a, a really good match, a really um, brief but strong showing for Lady mm-hmm. Frost. She's a star every time she goes out there. It makes she me is. really happy to see. It's one of my favorite things in ROH is those talents that are like right there, that are right mm-hmm. on the cusp. So we move along to finding out that tonight, a blessed MJF free episode because mm-hmm. the captain is there. The infantry is here. <laughs> Roosh and Preston Vance. This mm. is the best Preston Vance has looked in a minute. I feel Definitely. like I like a lot of what we got to see here. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of shorter matches tonight, but effective. Mm-hmm. Roosh hitting the bull's horn for the win. Um, very nice to see Vance standing out here. Love the um mask collection stuff i feel like Mm -hmm. that's what they were trying to go for with the nightmare collective that didn't work but Mm -hmm. in like lucha world that's something that works so well because it's so synonymous with wrestlers identities that love seeing that um i hope that sticks around as something that we get to see from him more Mm -hmm. um but i i felt like this was a a match that press advance really needed and Mm -hmm. i was excited to see it and the infantry also looked good here. I feel like they're they in this this role where they're eating a lot of pins, but um, ring wise, they've they've looked really great. I know I make my captain jokes a lot, but mm-hmm. that's just commitment to the bit. He's a great wrestler. I love mm-hmm. seeing him out there. I like seeing him utilized because he wasn't being utilized in AEW, and here I get to see him wrestle much mm-hmm. more frequently. Your thoughts on this match? Uh, great to see the infantry here uh, in this spot because. They're still a pretty new tag team. They haven't been established very long. They got together. I don't even know if it's been a full year of them like really going head on as being the infantry's uh, Carly Bravo and uh, Captain Sean Dean. And they really have gotten into the characters. They really have gotten into the gimmick, really have gotten into what the infantry is and how it's going to be presented. They've gotten to get some things off in their couple of matches here in Ring of Honor, we know what's going to happen in Roosh and, and anybody is in the ring that you're going to get trampled like a damn bull. Look at me. <laughs> Shout out to me. Uh, but Preston Vance, yeah, just like you said, I think he's needed this. I'd also like to see him uh, established in a singles division here in Ring of Honor, too, because I think he could bring a really dope element himself. Big guy, um, confident, 
uh, has a lot of star qualities, I think, that could be presented here. So it was good to see him beating up my friends here in the ring. <laughs> Always good to see if you're not in this line of work for an ass kick and you're in the long, wrong line of work here. But uh, we got some love coming in and my dog scratching herself and hitting the cord to my microphone, which we Classic. already found out is temperamental. So apologies mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. But me, Norma, saying couldn't watch all of ROH because I had to do my stupid job. Here's a small sack of monies for two of my favorite humans. Meat loves you. Well, if you have a 20 minute break from work, you're going to be able to make it through like 90% of the episodes. Straight this week. up. So mm-hmm. thank you for the support. You're always so generous. And appreciate that. We appreciate it for sure. You kind of alluded to this almost with Preston Vance saying he could be a breakout singles wrestler. Yep. Um, Roosh also could fit into that category for sure. We've seen it. Um, at what point do we actually see a solidified roster for mm-hmm. ROH, especially the women's division? I think we are way overdue for a specific direction. I really uh, thought that was going to be the post pay per view thing we got. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I thought that's where this whole right right, right after pay per view. That's what we were going to start building to. I guess we've alluded to it here a couple of times. The these studio tapings need to establish something going forward. We, we need to get some stories. We need to get these champions out here defending their belts. We need to get some people saying, "I want to." win this specific title here in the next couple, blah, blah, blah. Where's the champ at? Where's Claudio at today? He didn't do nothing. He wasn't nowhere. Nobody said, I want to be Ring of Honor world champion throughout the whole show. Like, you guys, we got to get to this. The women's division, I think Athena's been holding it down on her back, carrying it herself. They did establish a little bit, as we're going to talk about here in the show, uh, what the future is going to look like for her next challenger. Definitely. It does feel like they're kind of like the only ones in the ROH women's division. Yeah. <laughs> Probably put Willow in that as well, mm-hmm. but she's doing so much on the main roster. Mm-hmm. There was uh, an AEW banner signing that I am assuming would be working the ROH women's division, but I'm not going to tell you who it is because that was on FightfulSelect.com. Mm-hmm. Get behind the paywall, people. Do that. Mm-hmm. It was Ashley Damba. Um yeah, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but read all about it on FightfulSelect.com. Mm-hmm. Um She's but good. yeah, I, I hear you. I'm wondering if collision plays into this as well. Like yes. I'm I'm guessing that they want to have a clear idea of what dynamite collision and ROH are all supposed to be under this ecosystem. I have no idea what the hell you do with Rampage. Um certainly looks like Dark is can never keep them straight, which is dark and dark to elevation. But mm. I think elevation is probably elevation is gone. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's Audi five thousand. Um, but I do. There's got to like, be some pairs here. Everybody's gonna like rampage and dynamite are gonna have to be permanently paired and collision. Yeah, I think you're gonna have like to that. see some of it. And mm-hmm. I feel like if rampage is just an hour of great matches that means roh has to get back to its roots more so because these past two roh episodes kind of just felt like extra rampage which there's worse things in the world let me tell you it's good wrestling it's it's great wrestling Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's Mm -hmm. great wrestling a lot of times but there's a lot of great wrestling out there so gotta kick it up a notch uh ryan sullivan my mark order po my what my mm. Mark Order podcast co-host saying, mm-hmm. of course, this is the night Kate starts right on time. Listen, all right. 
I had like an extra half hour to prepare for the exactly. show. Exactly. Normally you do. <laughs> it's a post-post so, show over here already with how much time they gave us. Exactly. That's what's mm. up. So more love for Athena chiming in here. I'm not surprised at all. She is our biggest draw of the show. So yep. she's definitely ROHs too. Tim mm. Gordon saying enjoyable show tonight. Athena was a highlight as always. Love Brian Cage and Leon and Lee versus Rocky too. We're going to get yep. to those in just a moment. But mm. I agree. I agree. Albert Ponce saying Loco versus Christian was great. Athena continues to be the A champ, but where is Claudio or Joe? That's what we're saying. Great questions. Mm -hmm. We need a brand split for this all to make sense. I agree. I also, I have a pet peeve because I'm uh, an old cranky lady that Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you're a champion of a brand, that has to be your number one priority. Otherwise, your championship just doesn't mean as much to me, the viewer. And so when exactly. you're not there to defend it, or you're in a top program, arguably the top program on AEW, it just doesn't feel right. I'm wondering if Eddie Kingston was supposed to beat Claudio, but because of his injury, Possible. he didn't go over. Possible. Mm-hmm. I, think it's a, I think it's a possibility. Okay. Yeah. You're making some sense now because Claudio was heated up in, in AEW, like he's in the hottest angle of the company right now. And if he's going to be doing that and he's going to be locked in this for some time now with how many matches they're going to put together, I'm sure throughout this whole thing, just get the belt up off of him. I mean, I understand that Eddie King was Kingston was supposed to be the one, but we at least got to establish some contenders that are trying to be the next one. If that's what we're going to do with this. And Samoa Joe is the TV champion at minimum. We got to have this guy around. He, if, if anything, get that belt on somebody that's going to be there every single week because that could be your biggest draw right there is having the television champion on your television show. Easy way to have stakes every week. Maybe they're like, he's the television champion, not the streaming champion. Oh, Same thing right go. now. Yeah, here we go. Same thing right now. <laughs> we got a quick mm-hmm. promo from OGK, mm-hmm. which was perfectly suitable. I don't think yeah. there was a ton to write home about. I don't want to sound like a hater of anybody, but like mm. I don't, I don't like connect as a fan that much with Matt Taven. So okay. there's, um, it, it, there was nothing wrong with it. It's just one mm-hmm. of those things where like certain wrestlers hit for you more than others. Sure. Um, but this this was a perfectly fine promo. I think what is nice is it definitely seems like they are clearly an ROH talent. Like in all yes. the ambiguity that we've talked yes. about, I think mm-hmm. it's really good to have these guys and the just hideous Maria. Yeah. It's <laughs> not looking her, great like, at all. <laughs> push babies out of that body. How? What a person. Amazing looking. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I, this was just kind of another one of the, we just had a promo like this from them maybe a week or two ago, just to like, we're the kingdom. And this is why we should have this. They did establish a little bit of that. Like, you guys, we don't use this as a stepping stone, even though that might have been a little bit of cap. This isn't a stepping stone <laughs> for us. We are here to ring, win the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, and we hate that you guys are using this as a stepping stone. I'm like, I don't really know if Top Fighter using this as a stepping stone. They might be trying to get this off. Peace to yeah. uh, Dante but and uh, Action Andretti for being around, too. And Darius, everybody. But, yeah, uh, not too much to be upset about. Again, they're just here to be like, we're the kingdom. We're badass. Look at Maria. She's cool. She's incredible. She really yeah. is. Not just, I know I say look at her because my God, look at her. But she's mm-hmm. she's so. Um, she's done so much for the business and so especially much for the Ring business. of Honor's women, women's division. 
A hundred percent. And I just, um, her approach to things is something I, I just really admire and respect. And mm-hmm. I think, I think it's awesome. So yeah. something that was a little less awesome, but not bad. <laughs> Best friends versus Joe Acasio, I want to mm-hmm. say. And Mookie mm-hmm. Summers. I'm less familiar with Joe Acasio. So apologies um, yeah. if I got that wrong, but. This was a glorified squash. It felt like the whole reason they did this was for the best friends pop, which I'm not totally against. I love a good a good pop. I did appreciate commentary talking about um, the recent appearance in New Japan because it does feel like okay, best friends aren't just AEW. Some They're connection, out there, yeah, which is right. Good. right, right, right. Um, a stretch. Like pulling some muscles, level of stretch. I was just kind of like, funny guy, Tony Khan, funny guy. That's how I felt about it. I was like, you're just throwing people out there, Tony Khan. You should have to let your co-host speak for you. Seriously, (laughs) seriously. No, honestly, this was like they. Now it feels like they're just like, okay, we need to have dark matches also, but we'll just record them and say they're a Ring of Honor match. This is They recorded a dark match, and they were like, nah, actually, it's a Ring of Honor match. Have fun out there, you guys. Actually, you this is a contendership. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I agree with you. Always good to see. Trent is so great. Like, he's, he's really... Um, I don't want to say he's, like, slept on, because I feel like it's more the whole the whole faction of best friends is slept on because of yeah. this international title reign, which has been so great for orange Cassidy and super productive. I mean, anybody would be in their position with orange doing what he's doing. He's just like a step above everybody, not just in his own faction in the world. He's like dominating. So, but they are getting, they continuously get lost in the shuffle when they should. And it's Chuck and Trent, man. They like best friends can fit in in any division on ring of honor in AEW, they could be they could be AEW tag team champions tomorrow and they'd be believable and everybody would love it you know what i mean they could be contenders for ftr tomorrow and people would be into it so it's great to see them here but like you're not going to be here for long but if you are we are happy to see you here sure yeah it doesn't even from um it feels like AEW is a really great home for them Mm-hmm. based on their character and their the way that they wrestle like yes. roh i think just feels like a little bit not that they couldn't succeed in it but like does feel a little bit off brand in this iteration mm-hmm. especially um but happy it to a little out of place it did. yeah it's it a little did. bit a little yeah. bit with especially with the teams that we've been seeing and like the mm-hmm. workhorse men and mm-hmm. um aussie open and what they did like mm-hmm. it, it it doesn't feel super on, on point but to your point they are a team that you can just heat up at any point because they're so <laughs> perpetually over. And that's something that I think people underestimate how special that is in wrestling. Cause there yeah. aren't a lot of teams that you can just be like, okay, mm-hmm. now's your time. Turn on the gas. And they just will be, they'll just be yeah. over with fans. So very, very cool stuff. We do have some ambiguity around what's going on with those tag titles because Ray Fenix is unfortunately injured. It seems <sighs> I'd imagine if it was longer term, we'd be hearing more about it, or they would have made an effort to get the belt. Some kind of something. Them. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping that's a, a more positive prognosis, but we'll see. We'll see it what starts happens. going from the unfortunate, timely, unfortunate death of Mark of Jay Briscoe, and the tag team titles were up in limbo to the Lucha Brothers, which we all were excited about, and then Phoenix being in 
whatever condition he is. It's like, damn, these Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships are yeah. under some unfortunate circumstances, and it just sucks because it's a hot division. They established some great tag teams here on the show today. So, agreed, um, agreed. There's a there's a lot brewing in ROH that I think. Once we do get that clarity, it's not going to take long for us to be like, I am so bought in. <laughs> so True. very much looking True. forward to those days. But glorified squash here, nothing to, yeah. to really overanalyze. Always love talent from the independents that I'm less familiar with getting on my screen. That makes yep. me really, really happy to say, get that back. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, we move on to Brian Cage defeating Joey Jett. This is another one. Now, Brian Jett Cage was with uh, Leon Ruff. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, the rundown is incorrect. Mm-hmm. I'm like Ron Burgundy. I'll just read anything that I think that's from last that week. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Uh this was actually I'm I apologize. This was a, a really good match too. Yeah, this and it match was, was kind of similar to last week where I was expecting mm-hmm. it to be more of a squash, but I was glad it wasn't because Leon Ruff is really great and yeah. he um is great at looking like he is in the game with a big man, but also making that big man look good in the process. Like yes. he looks competitive, mm-hmm. but anytime you need one of those moments where it's just like big dude stops everything you got going, like mm-hmm. all your momentum gets halted. He Cut makes off. it look like a million mm-hmm. bucks. And we saw a lot of that here. A lot of fun. You can really buy into Leon Ruff and like believe that he's going to win a match. And I really yeah. appreciate that because it at least plants seeds of doubts in matches like this. Wondering again, have six man belts. Where One guy they? from that picture is out there. Uh, but Cage finished him off with a modified clover leaf in this. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. And I, I also like seeing that out of Brian Cage. It wasn't yeah. like a, a typical big guy finish. It was mm-hmm. like, no, he had to use some real wrestling to mm-hmm. put him Hold away. Him down. He was in there with mm-hmm. a with a real wrestler. I loved yeah. it. Um, yep. what were your thoughts on this? This is tight. This was one of those Brian Cage is continuously doing this PWG style Brian Cage show. And this was one of those in Reseda. If this match would happen, people would be going crazy. Leon Ruff's all over the ring. Brian Cage is just spending the majority of the match trying to catch him. And then when he catches him, he murders him every time. So it's like, this is just like a great game of cat and mouse. This is updated cat and mouse, updated David and Goliath type shit. This is the element that you need to see Leon Ruff in because he is, like you said, great on both sides. When he's taking punishment, he gets the crowd behind him every time. It's never just like, oh, this guy's getting his ass kicked. It's always like, man, we want to see this guy come back. And then when he comes back, he gets the crowd every time. And like you said, he's one of the craziest, best cutoff wrestlers there is because all of his cutoffs are like, oh, he's dead. (laughs) Close behind him, he's dead. (laughs) He suplexed him. He's dead. Leon Ruff's dead. And then he comes (laughs) back from it. And again, he gets the crowd into it. And you're like, wow, we really, really like this young guy. And then in the end, dead again. Cloverleaf. It's over. But always, there's never a Leon Ruff match that happens, whether it's one minute, five minutes, 20 minutes, where you're not like, damn, Leon Ruff, he really has something. That kid really can do it. Just like the perfect underdog. I love it. He's a contender here in ring of honor that i think could stay and yes. represent in a number of the divisions and that's going to be fun for any wrestler to be in the ring with 
this was 100% good. Hundred percent with you. I would love to see him stick around. And to your point, I think he could be a really fun piece if you wanted to throw mm-hmm. him into a six man picture yep. or a tag team. I love this from Luis saying like my bad about <laughs> about getting it. Like I would just of all the things going on in the world, like love to like lay into Luis about getting a, <laughs> a header run. Do better, Luis. All right. Yeah. I'm out it. here mm-hmm. putting minutes of my time into this. Okay. Minutes. Do better. I said, minutes. I said minutes tonight. Okay. Minutes. I'm going to be up to at least 10, 15 at minimum. Do better. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Luis is incredible. He is the whole reason I feel safe being able to do this. I'm very, Our very, friends very are ready. always so everybody that's always showing up in the chats. Yeah. That's all showing up to watch us talk about wrestling. Y'all are just so cool. Yeah, and someone's got to keep the Gareths out of here, and that's at the least. We wow, Kate. I know. I, sh- I shouldn't have summoned. I shouldn't no, have summoned you can't. it. I hope I did not. Didn't invite it. It's like wow. I feel like he has like his ears are ringing now. I'm saying he's tweeting right now. Oh God. Okay, we got to move on. <laughs> got to move on. Mm. And Devin saying personally, I think a team surviving a proving ground match against the Embassy would be a fun story. That's a yep. great shout. Mm-hmm. That's a great shout. I love proving Which ground team? matches. Who knows? Which yeah, it mm. almost um. Probably not Dalton and the boys. Other than Mm-mm. that, we don't really know. Um, but I do. I love proving ground matches anyway because I'm mm-hmm. a nerd who loves rules and wrestling. Yeah. Uh, that's why I love pure matches. I like devices mm-hmm. that are cut clear rules into things and make sense of this little world that I'm buying right. into. They're most effective with competitors like Athena, mm-hmm. like the Embassy, where it's something that it's like oh, oh, very, very Taz, very survive if I let you. Like totally. those brutal beatings make the time limit thing feel so much more important because mm-hmm. lasting 10 minutes with someone like that, like absolutely means something. And I right. don't have an ad read for Blue Chew, but if you need to last more than 10 minutes, bluechew.com cook Fightful. So yeah. we're going to get them to sponsor the show. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to show up, you can last in the proving ground. See, we don't have that's the sponsor right. yet. Yeah, we're gonna but get there. Though. What you can get though. Yeah, that's a that was a mm-hmm. that was a sample for all mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. My monitor's being weird. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, so we move on to the Dark Order, Evil Uno yep. and Stu Grayson mm-hmm. versus the Trustbusters. I yep. got my sunny kiss. Here we and go. I Finally. Jeeves. I also mm-hmm. really, really like VSK, Jeeves K, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Righteous came down to watch at ringside, which is they a did. fun little wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a scary spot in this. Grayson's mm. springboard sent on thing. Mm-hmm. Made me a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Not, not didn't feel great about it, but everybody mm-hmm. emerged okay out of this. Yep. Very happy to see Sunny Kiss in the ring. Always yep. love seeing Jeeves SK, uh, yep. Jeeves K. And mm-hmm. of course, uh, I mean. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. This is why we brought Stu Grayson back. I love seeing him week over week. He's been another consistent performer in there. This tag team has been another consistent performer in ROH. Wouldn't mind them sticking around. What did you think of this match? Uh, Dark Order. Just, I love it. I love seeing them here. I love seeing the Super Smash Bros back in action, baby, because they're such a great tag team. On display here, BSK. Uh, not for nothing, the Trustbusters, they be getting their asses worn out on every show. <laughs> but they are a bunch of talented wrestlers out there that can do some very tremendous things. BSK, I like this guy a lot. I think he does a lot of really uh, veteran-like. He has a lot of veteran instincts. He has great timing, uh, spacing, and a lot of things that are needed to get to the next level. He plays his role very well. And I, I'm happy for his success here in Ring of Honor. Sonny Kiss is just the greatest of all time. We've been waiting for however many Ring of Honor episodes we have. We've been saying every week, bring Sonny Kiss. Where's Sonny Kiss at? Why is the Trustbusters here? Sonny Kiss isn't here. Sonny Kiss is here on display. The best. All the uh, pop and circumstance you can want. The flips, the charisma, the glamour beautiful work uh we love to see sunny every single week that's what we're getting out of this um the dark order is continuing to be established as i hope a ring of honor tag team going forward i think they are high 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 on the list of could be the next ring of honor champions because i think they represent everything that you love about kind of the past ring of honor and they could just I think they could play heels if they needed to. They could work with any tag team that you have here. And Stu Grayson, every time he wrestles now, it's a point to prove you never let me get released. Never let my contract, whatever happened that happened, don't ever let it happen again because this is the person that you get. Just fire, just like a veteran wrestler that's still so hungry and you can feel it in every one of his matches. He's so great. He does so mm-hmm. many very fundamental things extremely well. And that mm-hmm. is like 
to me what ROH is all about. That's why he's fast, man. When he starts going, whoo, crazy. I do want to see more uh, Silver and Reynolds as well. If we're, mm-hmm. if we're putting yep. the ROH, if totally. we're putting Dark Order in ROH, let's put all mm-hmm. of them. I like them too. I want them to be, I like, I think they'd be a great addition to Ring of Honor more than whatever they're doing over here. So yeah, yeah. let's bring all of the Dark Order over we're here. More yeah. than Heyman's lackeys, all right? Come on. Yeah, a lot more. Come on. We like that too, but we'd like this more, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I just mm-hmm. want to see them in the ring. I like seeing them wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's good stuff, Matthew. Plus, Trolling as usual, saying hey to Ricky to your edge, but even though she looks old enough to be Granny Katie, ain't even a mom. Bail, bro. Listen. Wow. Thanks for your money week over week. Yeesh. I like it better when he sends in Humper Chats because then I just change what he said and nobody can see it. I'm just totally. like, oh, Matthew Plus said, Kate, you look so wonderful today. Mm-hmm. What a delightful show did you not are hosting. say that this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did not. He did not, but you know what? I kind of feel like a granny this week, so I can't even can't even lie. I feel like I don't look like a granny though. I feel like I look like a a typecast businesswoman in a Hallmark movie or like totally. in the nineties or something. With a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking waitress today. Um, <laughs> I so look. We're right from the shoot job to this. Okay, I'm doing my best out here. Damn. Come on. <laughs> So we move along to another debut that I was very excited about. Another ROH debut, I want to say. At least in this iteration. In this iteration, sure. yeah. Yeah. We get mm-hmm. Sky Blue and Diamante. Mm-hmm. I love Diamante being here. I've yep. been wanting Diamante in LAX. I've been wanting Diamante mm-hmm. just doing cool stuff in AEW. I've been wanting her everywhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like her versus Athena could be something really special if and when they let it happen. This match, not so much for me. Uh, hmm. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. she does have a really nice German suplex towards the end of this. I guess cornered. Yeah, this, mm. that was a really, really nice spot. I hated the sequence early in this with the one-two back and forth. It went on way too long. And to me, the beauty of that segment when you do it is like something different emerges with each roll through like a, yes. a position changes or these like mm-hmm. subtle difference. This was just like seesaw, seesaw, seesaw. Yeah. See, I don't like that. Wrong. We're just doing so That's where things get muddied up in the wrestling thing, because when people that do it exceptionally well, when the young bucks get into their sequencing and then people are like, this is just gymnastics, this is just blah, blah, blah. But then you see the people that don't do it as well. And you're like, Oh, I see why the young bucks thing is why it works so Special. well. Yeah. It's like the, the Tiffany Stratton and, and, and Sol Ruka stuff. It's like, you see them do it and you're like, oh, then when I see Commander do, you're like, oh, I see what the difference is here. And sometimes 100%. you don't need to just have spots in there just because they're cool spots. They're cool spots for a reason and not everybody does them. Yeah, and this one just like didn't, it didn't seem like it played to either of their strengths. Like when mm-hmm. I see Diamante, I'm like, she to me hits almost this is this is a like pretty intense comparison, I guess, but like almost like a Daniel Garcia where I'm like, mm-hmm. she's laying her shit in and she always is trying to win a match. Yes. Like that's my favorite thing is when wrestlers mm-hmm. always look like they're trying to win. This wasn't that. And mm-hmm. I didn't feel like Sky Blue came across especially great, but she does get the win uh-huh. here. She kind of gets a pin out of nowhere, which I also didn't like because it made <sighs> me feel like Diamante's kind of a sucker, and she's not. She's an established, great wrestler. So I didn't love the way that this match was necessarily put together, but I'll tell you what, I do love seeing Diamante 
in ROH. I like seeing her wrestle on my screen um, as many places as possible, as much as I can get to see her. Loved the post-match with Athena coming down and smushing Sky Blue's hat. She said, I don't need porcelain dolls. I can also take what's most sacred to you, which is clearly your hat. Cora Jade attacked it on Twitter, a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just so awesome. Anytime yes. Athena's on my screen, I'm like, she could be making a salad, and I'd be like, she's so cool. She's great at awesome making that salad. Look yeah. how great she's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, any thoughts on the match itself, and are you looking forward to, it seems like we're teasing a program pretty heavily here, between a underdog, innocent sky blue, and a holy crap, Athena's gonna beat your ass, Athena. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I, I guess where I was leading with where I was saying what, what I was saying a minute ago, Sky Blue feels like one of those. She feels like an NXT 2.0 act, and she kind of wrestles like one, and not a good way. Oh wait, what what did I say? Listen, she needs work, and I don't know if we need to be seeing it every week. That's the issue that the world wrestling entertainment, their biggest issue has is we're seeing people in their first, second, and third match on TV, on national TV, 600,000 people are sometimes watching somebody's fifth match. And that's not how this should work because we need to see these people develop. I don't know how long sky blue has been in the business, but it still feels like that long. She's super young. She just hasn't been on earth that long. Yeah, Yeah. totally. But (laughs) it feels like we're watching her develop along. And I think there's enough, we don't need to, because there's enough super talented women on your roster already that we could be seeing that are already ready to go and that could be having better more competitive matches on your show and not doing the one two three one two three and catch my super kick and then i'm gonna spin and then i'm gonna (laughs) you know what i mean it's like there's a thing there's some like i was saying about bsk there's timing to this there's spacing there's all the things and if we're watching it with you it's not going to work out. I like Sky Blue. I think she's a very fun talent, but I think there's a lot more contenders that Athena could have that we're going to believe that have the the chance of beating her for that championship. Her being the next contender for Athena and going out there and threatening her, it's like, yeah, Athena's going to destroy this person. She has no choice, <laughs> no chance in this ring. What do you mean? Like, I don't believe for one second that Sky Blue can. Oh, she's going to do what she did to Diamante and get a surprise roll-up win. Not on Athena. Have you seen Athena? She's going to kick out and kick her in the head. No, absolutely. I I am mixed on that. Like, I, I feel like it's fine. Because I, I feel like we've seen a lot of growth from Sky Blue, truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This match was not it. I'm mm-hmm. okay with it feeling like we're seeing her develop in ROH Largely, A, it's on a streaming service, True. not on television. And B, I'm okay with it if the title program is something different. I do feel gotcha. like it's, it's a little bit too too hot. Too if this is like the B mm-hmm. or the C, I'm like, that's actually kind of cool because we could get to see that growth up to that point. Right, right. I feel like this maybe is a little bit fast, but this kind of comes with us not having a division, right? Like, I, I think that is part of the challenge here. This wasn't a great showing for either of them. I think it was just mm-hmm. a little bit of a mess. And like the, after Sky Blue wins, they're like, "Oh, Sky Blue is four and zero on Honor Club." So you mean to tell me they've been what this what they've been doing is building Sky Blue because it doesn't really feel like it. Does it feel like that to you, Kate? Does every week you feel like, "Oh, Sky Blue really has momentum. She's next up." 
I feel like she has some momentum, but I feel like the only reason I'm paying attention to that is because she's only lost an AEW. Right. And so that she's winning at all. You have made all. that point on this and, show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I would feel like she's being super built. And, and part of that is the buy-in factor, right? Like I, yeah. I almost feel like, like Trisha Dora, if you told me he's going up against Athena as the next mm-hmm. program, boom. Lady We're Frost, in. if you told me she won her proving ground match today, I'd be like, great. In. I feel like yep. Sky Blue still still got some some building up to do. If you told me Diamante won tonight and she scored another couple wins and we got there, I would also kind of be in on, on that. But there there is the duality of I see her get pinned like every week at AEW. Mm-hmm. And also just realistically, to your point, she's she's just a little big reader and still putting mm-hmm. things together. So That's it. I'm with you. Yeah. I hear you loud and clear. Like it's gonna be Athena's gonna. It's, the referee's gonna have to stop this match if that's gonna happen. It's gonna be dangerous. I'm worried. This about is it. this is my other <laughs> issue with that too. Is it is again like my issue with that? I, I try not mm-hmm. to have issues with things I haven't actually seen. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the story of this should be Athena beats the ever living dog shit out of her mm-hmm. and i don't think that's something you want to do with a talent that's a little bit more vulnerable in sky blue right. and is still working her way up so i feel like the timing for that is not necessarily great True. but i feel like the story they should tell is it's just like athena's just dragging her and we're just like oh my god stop this match yeah and one of those ones <laughs> where it's like she won't go in for the pin because she gets so much pleasure out of torturing someone like those mm-hmm. those sadistic ones i feel like because sky blue has this like innocence about her and is young and has this very like um i don't I don't mean this like in a negative way, but like almost a naivety about her. I feel like yeah. Roxanne has that in NXT mm-hmm. too, just like this very little innocent whatever, like to have someone who's been like, I've been around the block and I'm going to ruin you. It's just like a Over. fun, a really <laughs> yeah. fun dynamic. Good dynamic. Mm-hmm. So we move on to what was a really, really good match with yeah. Lee Moriarty and Rocky Romero. Mm-hmm. Rocky Romero is someone that is just very good at a lot of things in professional mm-hmm. wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite announcers when he's on the announce desk. I think he's yep. fantastic in the ring. Mm-hmm. I love um the way he chooses to participate in the wrestling world. I think he's really yeah. good at it. The Rapongi Vice theme, also a banger. Can't mm-hmm. let that go unsaid. But yep. Lee Moriarty just continuing to be really impressive. Um, this ends with Big Bill interfering and mm-hmm. choke slamming Romero. On the I did apron. like the choke slam. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was mm-hmm. a good choke slam. Um, Rocky had a, a really nice springboard DDT in this as well. Just yep. like some really good in ring work here. Um, I hope Lee Moriarty is on a specific track soon. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I said this last week that I feel like the whole faction that you have one of the best wrestling managers in the world taking yeah. care of it's, it's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. Like mm-hmm. the guns were champions and a part of it, but not really a part of it. And then we haven't seen them and Lee and Bill are a tag team, but they're also not. And Ethan page is someone that should be in a title picture. It isn't like that yeah. whole faction feels a little lost. Lee Moriarty is someone that I think you have the time with because he's just mm-hmm. that kind of wrestler that is, you can, there's never a time that he's going to be in the ring and I'm not impressed. So when you decide mm-hmm. to put him towards any specific way, I'm going to buy into it. Yep. Um, but I do feel like he deserves it 
And I think ROH could be a really nice home for him. He had like two appearances in ROH, I think, before he got signed mm-hmm. to AEW, where it was like, mm-hmm. ROH should sign him. Then it was like, yeah. AEW signed him. Like, oh no, he's uh, already signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, but but this match was a, a whole heck of a lot of fun. I kind of expected yep. it to, to be, to be honest, my expectations were a little bit higher with this. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Uh, a lot of great things happened here. Seeing, first off, seeing Lee get a win on any wrestling program is hey! always a big win for me. Don't matter if it's AEW, this show, any show that's on. If Lee Moriarty is getting a win, we're winning, baby. Rocky Romero is one of, like you were saying, the best talents in all of wrestling. The things that he does behind the scenes for New Japan are like, man, like he's given so many homies a chance to be on New Japan Strong, and some of them transitioned to regular the other in Japan, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's given so many people the opportunity just because it feels like he just really likes wrestling on top of everything. Like It's like you, you would think somebody that's so full-time within their position as uh, somebody would be like, maybe he does it, but no, he's at shows all the time scouting. He's at shows yeah. all the time wrestling. He's like Christopher Daniels, just like these people that are always going to love wrestling and always be connected to it and always wrestle. So this was super dope to see him here because he probably was scouting also. So anytime there's a, a person like Rocky Romero in the the locker room, it's going to help everybody out because people are going to be going extra hard thinking like, hey, maybe Rocky might give me a chance over here. Sure. So always great to see. Um, they did a lot of super fun stuff in here. They set up a... Uh, they're setting up for another match next week, it sounds like. And it feels like this was like the prelude to that because they had a bunch of pure things in in here to kind of establish like that's really what we would be doing if we were doing this. It's really if we had our opportunity, this would have been a pure match. But we had to have some shenanigans in here to set up the pure <laughs> match. I don't understand why they don't just switch out Stokely with Big Bill. I understand having Big Bill as I guess Stokely's supposed to be out because he's dead or whatever, but when he's <laughs> back, anytime Lee Moriarty's around, we should be seeing Stokely around with them because they, I don't really know if Lee needs a heater like Big Bill. Um, if this is the position you want Big Bill to get into, maybe establishing, establishing him as something, it could work, but I don't know if Lee's exactly the one that we need to have the big heater here. I think Stokely would actually get him uh, farther and into a better position but again he got the win here um they did some great wrestling here rocky is a veteran that still likes to incorporate things that he knows are going to pop the crowd so he's always a great person to have in on the show this is when the show was fun there's a if there's a pros and cons list this is a big pro on, the, on the list maybe match of the night yeah i think um what closed us out and i couldn't mm-hmm. believe how quick it happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what followed was a whole heck of a lot of fun here, yes. too. We do have a chat from RH saying, give me Roderick Strong versus Lee Moriarty. Hell yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Please. I'm so I'll excited to see what, what Roddy can do. Mm-hmm. And selfishly, I hope that means that maybe KOR is on his way back. Um, Hopefully. Soonish. Mm-hmm. Sooner, maybe. Um, I, I like this match that people have been saying with Roderick, Roderick Strong, the the Battle of the Shitty Little Boots, Roderick yeah. Strong, and <laughs> Daniel Garcia. That's like a great, that match is like, these brothers Written are in the stars. punch and kick and fight each other. 
uh, Roderick Strong and Brian Danielson, whenever it happens, blessed be the world dangerousness. But yeah, Roderick Strong being here, there's about a hundred matches we all are interested in seeing. Yeah. Would love to see him over here rocking shit. Him and Samoa Joe, him and Eddie Kingston, him and Claudio. <sighs> Sign me all the way up. Takeshita. Him and Takeshita. Ah! Oh my goodness. That's it. Him and Josh Woods. Mm. Oh, where's Josh Woods been? Where's Josh Josh Woods? Woods Back on my screen. Where's Josh Woods? I like it. Takeshita was fire. But Takeshita and Roderick Strong is in my brain now. Kate, thank you very much. That match is crazy. It's going to be great. It's going to happen. I'm very excited for it. I'm also just happy for Roderick Strong. He was Mm -hmm. um, asked for his release a long time ago. So I'm, I'm very glad that he eventually got it and then is working here. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole heck of a lot of fun. I'm also intrigued to see, because I'm assuming ROH is going to be built in, in part for developmental, like if Marina Shafir comes down here. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't need couples, this thing. It's annoying. <laughs> but because she is like developing this kind of vicious, like we saw her blood sport, like that kind of style, I think in ROH in the women's division, especially with Athena at the helm, could be something really mm-hmm. fun if she can get her sea legs under her with us. I think it could be really, really, really fun. And somebody we were talking about, Phil brought this up very recently, somebody that uh, could possibly, we haven't heard anything about her in AEW since her injury that happened, but Layla Hirsch, Hell potentially yes. when she yep. comes back from her injury would be just like fit in like a glove in the ring of honor 100%. women's division. So kind of funny. I think a few of the injured people, like, I mean, Serena Deeb in ROH. Mm, like, yeah. That just right. feels right. Especially mm-hmm. knowing that she has a backstage role too. Like yeah. if she's clearly has some great coaching behind her. If you look at what mm-hmm. she was able to do with some of the women in, in WWE, I know there's a buffet of, of coaches there and stuff, but mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of, weirdly like it feels like a couple of the people that are injured are I think really well suited for for Ring yeah. of Honor Layla Gray Layla Gray <laughs> Layla Hirsch <laughs> is someone that I had kind of found out about not too long before she got signed and I mm-hmm. immediately was in on her I was yeah. like this is like this little female Taz running around yes suplexing dudes on like Joey Janela's spring break show mm-hmm. or whatever the hell like she's so so great yeah um absolutely absolutely agree with phil you said said that phil I'm, was the yeah, one that I'm, brought that up yeah please please mm-hmm. please give me it mm-hmm. serena deem in roh screams pure women's champion aha, aha, aha. Mm-hmm. i would I'm, love to see some women's pure matches i think that's that would be super fun just like a pure nerd with that though yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love this. Roddy versus Kenny versus Buddy with only knee strikes. Oh my god. <laughs> so we like our wrestlers to live, shot kid. All right. These guys are just dangerous. Yeah, no, that'd be sick. That would be. That would be. I did say someone here it is. Um, haven't seen ROH on TV for a while. So if you are kind of rediscovering ROH, they are on a streaming service right now called Watch ROH. Um mm-hmm. Otter Club. So watch ROH.com or you can download the app. They were sold by Sinclair, who owned them. That's right. A TV yep. station owned them and refused mm-hmm. to put them on TV. Sold mm-hmm. to the AEW banner. And right now they're on a streaming service. I'm hoping they get a TV deal in the future, but I don't mind like no commercials, 
whatever mm-hmm. length episode I want kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. if you are kind of rediscovering ROH, that's why you haven't seen it on TV in a while. Is It's not on your TV. It's not on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It ain't there. <laughs> so we yeah. get to our main event, and it's mm-hmm. Samoa Joe from James Gibson in 2005. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stop. Fuck. <laughs> It's Blake Christian <laughs> Exactly. Exactly what I said, man. All right, fans, we're going to have to show you a match from 2005. I'm like, you're about to show me what? I want to see more wrestling from today. And it also wasn't like Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniel. Like, it wasn't anything no, that. It didn't tie the evening into the show. What are we doing? What? What? What are we doing? A great match. Don't get me wrong. Wouldn't have been mad to go watch it, but when but I like, saw the I'm broadcast about to was see an hour James and a half. Gibson next week or the week after or the week after that. Why are you showing me James Gibson? Show me somebody I might see on the show potentially. So bizarre. So bizarre. But our actual main event, Gringo Loco versus Blake Christian, was a lot of yeah. fun. You said a little peep by the curtain in our DMs because I thought the same thing. I was like, are they doing like a whatever Broadway with these like, guys? Like, they, what they announced an, an Iron Man match and I didn't see it online, tweet about it. Like, what's going on here? The the main event, it's still like 5.50 or whatever time it was or 4.50 or I don't know, remember time. But it was early and I didn't understand what was going on. And they went even shorter than I expected them to go in the main event. So things were just weird. Things were just weird. They are as anxious to get back to the studio setting as we are, I think. (laughs) But Christian picked up with an incredible springboard 450 splash. This is a match that I feel like I really enjoyed. But this was like a made-for-wretch match. You love matches like this. I'll I'll throw it over to you to talk about. But very nice to see Gringo Loco here. Mm -hmm. Very nice to see Blake Christian in action. Glad to see him getting some reps. He was someone that was signed under AEW before ROH was rebooted and kind of shelved a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your thoughts on this main event? It was hilarious because the commentators were like, this is like one of those American Lucha Libre matches. Like, no, this is a GCW match, you guys. We've seen, I think I've seen this before. <laughs> on a GCW card, Gringo Loco versus Blake Christian. If I haven't, it's going to come soon. This is a GCW match on Ring of Honor television. It's always so cool to kind of connect those dots and see how crazy that wrestling is that this match probably took place in front of 200 people the last time it did. And there were only 200 people left over after this long as TV taping there. <laughs> but that's not the point I'm trying to make. It was in a giant arena. It was a different setting. So <laughs> but the capacity. The capacity. There could have been. There still was 200 people there, but there could have been. Oh, 5,000 so people there if possible <laughs> but yeah GCW match to see things like that uh, uh, recently on Rampage it was Daniel Garcia versus Brody King the PWG world champion against the PWG tag team champion and just like that's so crazy how these things happen like being a wrestling fan for my entire life I couldn't imagine that this, you know, and, and WWE being centered around so much of it. You just don't imagine that things like this would happen. So to see things like this were cool. And they did PW, uh, they did the GCW style match. This was a sprint. Mm-hmm. They did everything that you would want. There's a false very flop. Gringo's doing his wild top rope things. He did like the reverse angle slam off the rope, made Blake Christian into a moonsault. And, uh, just like, 
You guys got eight minutes. Do every move that you have, and then Blake Christian will go over with the springboard 450. Perfect. I love it. Spot foo. This is perfect. Everything you would want from a sprint main event. Even though it shouldn't have been sprint main event. Give me three more matches. What the hell's going on? Why is this show only an hour? I want to see some more wrestling. Kate and I have to sit around twiddling our thumbs because we know people weren't going to be there if we would have went immediately after the show. What the hell? And I also just saw like the the length of the broadcast is what I go when I when yeah. I set them up and I was like oh mm-hmm. an hour and a half so I'll mm-hmm. set it up for uh eight forty five and we'll mm-hmm. go from there and it was like actually the episode nope. though is forty five yeah. minutes long and here's the most show versus <laughs> like what are we doing. <laughs> Here's Samoa Joe and James Gibson from 2005, you guys. Honor Club. Have fun. If you have the audience, you guys, this is say you have a brand new audience, like this is somebody watching the Ring of Honor show for the first time ever. I'm going to tune in to Honor Club, blah, blah, blah. You have a first time audience. Of all the Ring of Honor matches, if you're not going to connect, if you just want to so- show a Samoa Joe match, you show Samoa Joe and Kenta Kabashi if that's the only fucking match you're going to show because that's the Ring of Honor match that there is. That's Samoa Joe. That's the best uh, independent wrestling match of all time, I think. Or you show some other crazy match. I don't know if Samoa Joe and James Gibson's the one that get people to stay Joe in. Joe versus Christopher Daniels? Or the match that we potentially are going to see next week might as well show what Christopher Daniels talked about in his promo earlier in the show. Funny. Guy Tony Khan, funny guy. Yes, funny guy Tony Khan, funny guy. That's how I felt. So that was our episode of Ring of Honor. We've got like another fifteen minutes to Mm -hmm. shoot the shit. This is Um, how they left us on the show too. That we were just like, oh, it's over. That was it. (laughs) That was it. I was like, you can watch this whole Samoa Joe match before I even start the stream Mm. against Gibson. Um. Do you want to just recklessly speculate for a while? Or you want yeah, to talk about recklessly um, speculate? Let's rec spec a about little bit. What is next? Because uh history shows that Ring of Honor usually has a summer pay-per-view, Death Before Dishonor, usually in July. And that's not super far away if we, you know, we're about to be Isn't in the best in the world first. Yeah, but I don't know. They haven't done that in a in a couple years, so I don't know if they're going to. What's going on here? It could be different. They could. We could be moving into. I went a, to it. Did you? Was that last two year? Years ago, I two think. years ago. Two years ago, probably. I don't think they did it last year. That I, I don't think so remember. either. Yeah, I think they just. I think it's like one of the bigger ones, but Supercard. Uh, yeah, Death Before Dishonor and um, Final Battle. So. Potentially, we could start building until getting into that show. Um, I'm guessing, depending on what's happening with Eddie Kingston, is going to have a lot to do what happens in the Ring of Honor world title picture. Um, he had a few indie dates that he was still booked for last I saw. So I'm hoping, really? yeah. But I also thought it sounded like he needed surgery. So yeah. I. I don't know, but it sounds optimistic because I feel like it was pretty recent that I saw those and that they were for like June. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed on that because I missed oh. Eddie. Eddie Kingston. Yeah, we need him back. And like I said, Claudio's way too heated up up there. Um, you need yeah. him at full capacity against what BCC and the Elite's going to have going on. He's not going to have enough time to dedicate a full 
program to however he's going to get this belt off to the next person. Eddie Kingston thing is very unfortunate. Now I'm just like convinced, like it probably was because of the injury, because there's no other reason why he wouldn't be champion right now. So let's hope that that's what's happening. Lee Moriarty got lit up today. So maybe he could be next week. If he gets a big victory over Rocky, that could potentially lead to a match with the ROH pure champion. Shibata, uh, there's the uh, Rocky Romero New Japan connection already there. There's some things that could be happening there, so I'm very excited about that. Um, though Sky Blue and Athena just pass. Kind of a wave for you, huh? You can have it. I'm, I'm not really <laughs> not really doing it for me. I like Athena, uh, of course, the ROH MVP. She's doing amazing things. I'm sure she's going to get some sympathy out of it. I'm sure at points there's going to be some great, she'll get a great near fall out of us thinking that maybe Sky Blue could do it, but she's not going to do it. She's never going to do it. Athena is a monster. Are you not into Sky Blue because you haven't gotten a Blue Sky invite? Is that what this is about? I mean, I was beating around the bush, but that is where this is leading. <laughs> where you got? I, I don't have a Blue Sky account, and wh- I gotta be honest, I, I have no idea what the hell Blue Sky is. Yeah, me neither. There's people that are st- starting to announce that they're part of Blue Sky, and they're so cool. Or whatever. is that an airline? It could be potentially. Um, <laughs> could be just I'm going a Blue outside. Sky member, I get double points every time I book a flight. <laughs> okay, I'm a part of the Blue Sky, and it's just me outside looking outside touching grass like yeah join this club like you don't even need an invite just if there's if it's people outside touching grass that app needs to we need to invite that can't be invite only that needs to no it's gotta be free that needs to bring all the gross people over so that they actually go outside um reg i'm i'm a a woman of uh of business okay Mm -hmm. i i want clicks I want engagement. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about ROH. Mm-hmm. Um, we should announce, we should at least acknowledge that your Grapsity co-host is leaving us. It was Who? announced on uh, what on Dad Day After Dynamite. Tonight. I haven't been on Fightful Select all day. This is news to me. I haven't heard this. This is crazy. Will Washington's leaving Fightful. Where's Will it going? Washington is leaving Fightful. Uh Who's to say, Reg? Who's to say? I'm not the person to say. But uh, I I did want to take a... I, I said in a chat and stuff, but I did want to take a moment in case I don't have um, enough streams in the next couple of days or, or can't say so on Grapsity to just acknowledge how incredible Will is and the work that he's done here and the work that he will be doing other places when we find out what's next for him, I'm sure, is going to, to just be fantastic. He's been such an integral part of Fightful and Grapsity has been such a, a welcome and necessary show for us mm-hmm. to have here. Um, a lot of people were asking if it's going to continue. I'll let you take the the reins on that. But um, I just want to say that Real, Will has just been, he, he has an incredible amount of intelligence about wrestling. He has an incredible spirit about wrestling and he just, operates himself with so much integrity across the board and no way that I aspire to. Um, and I think that is a, a gold standard in, in wrestling podcasting as dramatic as that might sound, but he really is such an, an important voice and he's been so valuable to us. And Grapsity is such a, a special show partly because of him, but I'm sure it'll continue mm-hmm. to do amazing things as 
it moves mm. forward. But I just wanted to be able to say on air in a in an on-air capacity and I, I figured mm. today was the day to do it sitting next to you and when he yeah. officially announced instead of a bunch of people watching the Smackdown review being like what's she talking about mm. uh, so <laughs> thank you so much Will for um, the example you've been in in the wrestling community as a as a person with us as a friend to me um, as a human being and someone who's excellent at your job I can't wait for what is next for you um, but I'll I'll throw it over to Reg because everybody was asking about Grapsity. So before we get more, <laughs> I'll toss it over to you. Unless you want to wait till Saturday. I didn't mean. To- uh, I don't really know. I don't know what's been talked about. I didn't watch Day After Dynamite. I don't know what is to Just be said. Just departure. Um, okay. Nothing yeah. I don't else. know anything. <laughs> so I'm going to see wow, you guys you on Saturday. Dynamite. You hate Will is why I. <laughs> You don't support the him. Cat's out of the bag. No, uh, Saturday I'll, we'll we'll talk about it in full. Shotgun <laughs> twenty nine saying, "Well, Washington gonna get that all league graphic." I'll tell you this much: they'd be really lucky to have him if that was uh, the case. Totally, anywhere would be lucky to have Will Washington. He's a uh, encyclopedia of professional wrestling knowledge, and I'm fucking blessed to have been on a podcast with him for this long. Grapsity is the fucking coolest thing that ever happened to me. Get into it more on Saturday. So, yeah. That's wow. it. Mm-hmm. I guess I know how you feel about this show. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jacket also saying, my two hopes for ROH, a max deal so the show format doesn't change and touring small venues for bulk tapings like Center Stage in Atlanta or Globe Theater. Yes, Shot Kid, that's exactly just run this bitch like it's an independent wrestling promotion like it is. Run the same bit venues that GCW run and team up with GCW. I've always had this idea. If you are any market that you go into, just team up with the hottest wrestling promotion in that market. You're in fucking uh, Atlanta, team up with action for the day, and then you're, do, you're bringing the action crowds together. You're bringing the Ring of Honor crowds together. You're bringing all these different promotions together. You're in New England. We're teamed up with Wrestling Open and, and beyond this week, and we're doing this, and we're just expanding our horizons and making everything work for everybody. But that's just very... This is pro wrestling, and none of that's ever going to work. I just wanted to say it out loud. <laughs> Bring the territories back. That's what I That's say. it. Wow. That's what we're leading to. <laughs> We got to continue Dark Side of the Ring some way, so we need some ammo mission to, you know, there you go. That's it. That's it. We got to mm-hmm. keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, some people in the chat. I did notice the numbers went up, so my boy worked to, uh, I'm just going to, in the time that Will has left here, I'm just going to uh, use him for clicks, for money. Totally. For All you got to do is say his name, Will Washington. That's why everyone's like, do you have advice for starting a podcast? I'm like, my advice is ride someone else's coattails. Like mm-hmm. I, I have my, our own thing that we do on on Wednesdays. It's so much easier. Yeah, when somebody else has something to just glom onto it. So just showing up and talking is yeah. so easy. Don't but all start the other businesses. stuff. <laughs> Don't do it. It's a lot so going yeah. on. Will did say that uh, Grapsy will continue in some form, just sans Will. So we'll see. Oh, he said that. Okay. He he did say that. He did say mm-hmm. that. But we'll see, too, if uh, if you want to keep it under that name or whatever moving forward. But you guys can talk more about it on Saturday. But we'll 
did mention it. Um, a really great episode if you um, want to see A, Will get his flowers, deservingly so, from a lot of people. And him also just talking to Sean a little about, about his journey in podcasting. Like my, I think my favorite part of that episode was... It was like, I've been podcasting for 18 years and podcasting has been a thing for 19. Like he's mm-hmm. been at this for a really, really long time. And the originator, non greater. Straight that's out. it. That's mm-hmm. it. And um, just, I'm just so happy for, for what's next for him. And it's cool. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be really great. I don't want to lose him. <laughs> but um, the impact crew knew we were vamping which is great. They were like, we know this episode ended early. We're going to get mm-hmm. in there early and help Good them, for them out. They've got a lot to talk about. They've got Trinity signing. Yes. They've got a, Bring them in. we got to talk about that. Deanna Parazu title defense that happened tonight. I have questions. <laughs> Spoilers. Okay. Spoilers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.